Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into the weirdest, strangest, and most mysterious corners of the internet. I'm Allie Siegel. And I'm Melissa Stettin. And who are our patrons this week? We've got Cheryl and Kristen. Welcome to the team, guys. We are excited to have you. Melissa. Yes. What are we getting into today? Well, we're continuing our food food scams uh month week yeah. weeks i was like it's not scamuary it's anymore scam you april scam you april and today we're going to talk about the mcdonald's hot coffee thing i am so excited that happened back in 1994 i remember this like it was yesterday you do yes okay because you were alive i was alive yeah, because we I was born in 86. What were you? 84. Yeah, so we we were, I mean, we were young, but I remember this happening because it was on the news. And yes, stuff. it was on the news. And that's, we all, everyone watched the news in the 90s. That was a thing. Yeah, the morning news. <laughs> the Always news. on. <laughs> so back in 1994, there was a news story that was dominating the headlines. Exactly. It was about a woman who sued McDonald's because her coffee was too hot. Piping hot. And the story was that she had the cup between her legs and was driving and it spilled on her and she got like minor burns because she made a dumb mistake. That was like what all the news was. She became like a punchline. And the, the whole narrative was that she was just some scamming old lady looking to make money from like a frivolous lawsuit where she was awarded $2 million. It spawned tons of jokes about people suing for ridiculous reasons. There's a clip of, is this Craig Kilborn, where he's talking about... Craig Kilborn? Was it Craig? Who is... 
they waste on this frivolous lawsuit, they're not able to waste on other frivolous lawsuits. Like, oh, my coffee was too hot. It's coffee. <laughs> the woman, she purchased the coffee and she spilled it on herself. I mean, it, it wasn't like the McDonald's employee took the coffee, threw it on her. Now, that in itself, then she would have had a lawsuit. It's just people just are greedy and want money and they'll do anything to get it. And that's a clip from the Craig documentary Ferguson. Hot Coffee. Craig Ferguson. Yes, there is a Craig Kilborn. He, I just looked him up. He's like a political commentator and sport or sports commentator. Oh, well, Craig Ferguson. I used to love Craig Ferguson. I love Craig Ferguson. Yeah. What happened to Craig? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, what's, Craig Ferguson. What's Craig Ferguson up to? That's a great question. It's just a little quick goog. Craig Ferguson still alive. He's sixty years old. Still, still kicking around. Anyway, so yeah, that was it was on like all the late night shows like this woman suing, spilling coffee on her and everyone's like, what a stupid lady. That's so stupid. I will say the one thing that is stupid and I'm pro this lady and we'll get more into it as the episode goes on. Driving with hot coffee in between your legs, not the smartest thing, no matter how hot the coffee is. Well, was she driving? Oh, okay. Okay, let's continue. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but the reality of this case is quite different. Yes, driving with coffee between your legs is stupid. But, yeah, but. so Stella Liebeck, <laughs> she was a 79-year-old woman living in Albuquerque, New Mexico. On mm. February 27th, 1992, her nephew drove her to a McDonald's. They went through the drive through for a 49 cent cup of coffee 49 cents insane that's how much it should be still yeah it's crazy that's how that's how much it should be still. maria was texting us about how she bought iced coffee it was like six dollars for an iced coffee girl an alfred's iced coffee like an alfred's iced vanilla mm-hmm. latte is like eleven dollars eleven dollars yeah, if you get, get oat or almond here. milk, I, an iced Ugh. latte these days, or you can't afford Ugh. it. And it's less coffee because they put ice in the cup. Yeah, and so much milk. Yeah. Yeah, it's barely any coffee. It's a scam. Yeah. It's a scam. It's a scam. <laughs> in um, itself, yeah. So Stella was in the passenger seat of her nephew's 1989 Ford Probe. That's a car? My friend used to have one of those. It's like a, it's like a long skinny car. I think it's on like a two door like sports type. Oh, of I car. like it. Yeah, it didn't have cup that's holders. A, Did not have it's cup a sexual holders. Sexual name. Oh well, that's a important Ford Pro. Yes. <laughs> and so I was looking up. I was like, well, when were cup holders a thing? They weren't popular until the early 1980s. Oh, interesting. Like the Dodge minivan was the first to have built-in cup holders. That makes sense for all the kids you got to cart around to soccer practice. Yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah, because my first car, Toyota Tercel, did not have cup holders. I had to buy one to like clip into the air vent. Oh my God, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have cup holders. Oh so my God. they picked up their coffee. Her nephew parked the car. Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun. dun. <laughs> <laughs> twist. There's a twist you didn't yeah. see coming. Uh, Stella, they parked in the McDonald's parking lot. Uh, Stella put the coffee between her legs so she could add cream and sugar. Oh, I've done that. I mean, yeah. who has, yeah, yeah. who among us hasn't done and that? And then she pulled the lid off and it, it splashed on her. It spilled. 
Oh, like it was maybe on there too tight or like, I don't know, whatever. Totally, yeah, it happens. Yeah. She was wearing sweatpants and they absorbed the coffee. So it was held Uh. against her skin, her like burning her thighs, her butt, her groin. Oh, yeah, it was a bad. So she was not driving. That's the narrative was that she was driving. That's fucked up. And that she's an idiot. She wasn't even driving. She was just sitting in the car. So she went into shock and was taken to an emergency room at the hospital where it was determined that she suffered third degree burns on 6% of her skin. And that's like the worst kind, right? Yeah. Like it goes one, two, three, three is the bad. Yeah. And then uh, lesser burns over 16% of her body. Oh my God. She was in the hospital for eight days and she had to go undergo skin grafting. Oh, like if you look up the pictures of this, no thanks. It's bad. It is. So, it's like looks like she was in a fire. Like it's sixteen plus six, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, <laughs> twenty-one, twenty-two. Twenty-two percent of her body yes. was burned because she's like a tiny old lady. So it's like half Holy of her thighs, shit. like her butt, like her. It's just oh, this is oof. nauseating. Oh my god, it's so bad. So she, during this period, this while she was in the hospital, she lost 20 pounds. Oh, my God. Which is 20% of her body weight. And Shit. so she only weighed 83 pounds when she got out of the hospital. Oh. And then after the hospital, she needed care for three weeks because she of could course. not move. Yeah. And so her daughter provided that care for her. And she suffered permanent disfigurement after the incident and was partially disabled for two years. I mean, think about it, how many people this affected. This affected her, and then her daughter probably uh-huh. had to take off work in order to take yeah. care of her. Yeah. Oh. So she wanted money from McDonald's. She wanted to settle with them. Yeah, she acknowledged that it, the spill was her fault. She's not saying it was the cup. She, what she took issue with was that it was so hot. It was 190 yeah. degrees. Near boiling point. What is boiling? Like 210, 212 is like boiling water. That it caused third degree burns nearly killing her and requiring extensive surgery to treat. And she didn't want to go to court. She had her family write a letter to McDonald's asking to cover medical expenses. Totally reasonable. And she just wanted McDonald's to settle and pay her $20,000. That's all she wanted. It was 10500 for the actual medical expenses, which seems very cheap. I guess if she had insurance, 10000 yeah. seems low for like a eight-day hospital stay. Well, what is it? Like Medicare, Medi-Cal yeah. or whatever? And it's pretty good, I guess, for... And twenty five, or I think it was fifteen k for future medical expenses and her daughter's loss of income of $5,000. Right. For a total of $20,000. McDonald's offered $800. Please. That's what McDonald's probably makes in half an hour at one franchise. I, yeah, if that. Like, like they better make way more than that. It's crazy That's how I, I looked up how much they made in coffee sales, and we'll get to that later because it's insane. Uh, that is so fucked up. Yeah, so McDonald's refused to raise its offer. Stella was like, oh, okay. It's on. It's on, bitches. Good for her. So she got a lawyer, Reed Morgan. He filed suit in the U.S. District Court of New Mexico, 
accusing McDonald's of gross negligence for selling coffee that was unreasonably dangerous and defectively manufactured. And then again, McDonald's refused to settle for 90000 He's like, okay, well, we'll raise it to 90000 And the lawyer came back and was like, okay, 300000 <laughs> Like he raised what he wanted to sue them for. McDonald's refused again. They're like, no, we're not, we're not paying you. In the words of Julia Roberts, big mistake. <laughs> big mistake. Huge. 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 It says here, hot beverages such as tea, hot chocolate, and coffee are frequently served between 150 and 170 degrees. I mean, yeah. 170 still feels yeah. steep, but so McDonald's yeah, I was mean, 190. 190, yeah, that's which is that's too you're hot. up there. That's too hot. Yeah. Uh, and it's crazy that they didn't settle because McDonald's is worth 204 billion dollars. As of today. Yeah. And I'm like, $20,000, you're not going to settle? It's so... Cr- I guess they thought they were, they could win. 190 degrees is simmering water. Yeah. So it's like pre-boil, like your yeah. water is at a simmer. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's too hot. Everyone, it's yeah. too hot. Everyone's crazy. Even Everyone's if crazy. you didn't spill it and you took a sip of it, you oh, would burn... burn you would get third-degree burns on your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> It's, I mean, there's no justification for it's it. It's so stupid. So they went to trial, and the trial took place from August 8th to 17th in 1994. So during the case, Stella's attorneys discovered that McDonald's required franchisees to keep the coffee at 180 to 190 degrees Fahrenheit. And so Stella's attorneys argued that coffee should never be served hotter than 140 degrees and that a bunch of other restaurants served coffee at a substantially lower temperature than McDonald's. McDonald's was like the highest. Yeah. Uh, And the attorneys presented evidence that the coffee they had tested all over the city was served at a temperature at least 20 degrees lower than McDonald's coffee. Yes, yes. And they also presented the jury with expert testimony that 190-degree coffee may produce third-degree burns, where you need skin grafting, in about three seconds. If you have 190 degree coffee on you in three seconds, you'll get third degree burns. If you have, if the coffee is at 100 degree, 180 degrees, it'll produce the same burns in 12 to 15 seconds. So you could spill it on you, but you wipe it off immediately and you're fine if it's 180 yeah. degrees. And then lowering it to 160 degrees would increase the time for the coffee to produce a burn to 20 seconds. So you have more time to wipe it off of you. Right. So Stella's attorneys argue that these extra seconds could provide adequate time to remove the coffee from exposed skin, thereby preventing burns. Which, you know, makes sense. Yeah, makes (laughs) makes sense. Uh, So McDonald's claimed that the reason they serve their coffee so hot through its drive-thru windows, is that those who purchased the coffee typically were commuters who wanted to drive a distance with the coffee. That was their excuse. Right. So they said the high initial temperature would keep the coffee hot during the trip. However, like that's just what they claimed. However, it turns out McDonald's did some research finding that most customers actually drink the coffee immediately while driving. Like that's not true. 
Also, like if you're a trucker, for example, and you're going a long distance, like that's on you. Bring bring a bring a thermos yeah. or something and pour the coffee into a thermos. Yeah, like I, that doesn't make sense. Like if it's you have to wait to drink it for it yeah, to cool and then down, it's going to be cold by then. And it's going to be cold by then. So why not yeah, just that, serve it when you can drink it immediately? Yeah, stupid. But that's what everyone not. everyone was like. No, we drink it immediately. Like, right, your, your research is wrong. I love like that they like bring in people who just drink coffee and they, you know, <laughs> like to, to, to testify. I would love to be like, yeah, you know, I like. Yeah, that's not it. how I drink it. Yeah, immediately. I want my coffee now. Stat, stat. Got to get my Java. <laughs> Don't talk to me till I've had my I've coffee. Had my coffee. Well, I want one of those t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, we'll make them. We should make them. Our merch. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also. McDonald's apparently knew that their coffee temperature was unsafe. Uh oh. Other documents obtained from McDonald's showed that from 1982 to 1992, the company had received more than 700 reports of people being burned by McDonald's coffee. Oh my God. And they had already settled claims from scalding injuries for more than $500,000. So they were already getting lawsuits and settling. Oh, my God. So that's so easy for negligence. Yeah. yeah. Which makes it even crazier that they didn't settle with Stella. Yeah. So then McDonald's quality control manager, Christopher Appleton, he testified, and there's a video of this, that the amount of injuries was insufficient to cause the company to evaluate the temperature. In an interview, he said... He was glad the number wasn't higher, and he was pleased it was only 700 people. How about zero? <laughs> he argued that all food hotter than 130 degrees constituted a burn hazard, and that restaurants had more important dangers to worry about. Like, it's crazy. This guy in his, like, deposition, he's like, and he's like, yeah, 700. He's like, yeah, I'm pleased. I'm pleased it's not more. Like, that's well, so also- many people. That's only the 700 that sued. Yeah. You know, or like contacted them. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is crazy. Yeah. And then, so Stella's lawyers argued that Chris Appleton basically admitted that McDonald's coffee would burn the mouth and throat if consumed immediately when served. They're like, he admitted it. It's fucking dope. <laughs> oh, he imagine a third it. degree throat burn. Oh, what? Oh, how? That's crazy. How do you even. I don't. I. I how, does, how do you? Re- I'm sure that happens a lot. Right? Yeah. I don't know, man. That's why I drink ice cold. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> ice, ice cold. <laughs> so we have the verdict. So prior to the trial, most of the jury believed Stella was just trying to sue McDonald's as a frivolous lawsuit. Ah, oh, come on. But after hearing the case, they all changed their minds. Good. So the jury reached the verdict on August 18th, and they only deliberated for four hours. It's never a good sign. if they were sign. drinking hot coffee while they deliberated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they found that McDonald's was 80% responsible for the incident, and Stella was 20% at fault. Which, like, oh, whatever, I guess. Okay. Sure. Uh, though there was a warning on the coffee cup the jury decided that the warning was neither large enough nor sufficient. So I guess okay, there was, so I guess his warning hot coffee like on the bottom I get I think. 
So then that's the only way that the 80-20 makes sense yes. to me. Yeah. But it should be like boiling hot coffee. Yeah. Like it shouldn't just be like hot coffee because yeah. you order you're ordering hot coffee. Yeah. It should be like dangerously hot coffee. So they awarded Stella $200,000 in compensatory damages, which was reduced by 20% to 160000 And then in addition, they awarded her $2.7 million in punitive damages, minus 20%. And I was, I never really What's knew the, the difference, difference between yeah. compensatory and... So compensatory is used to cover the cost of the accident. So $200,000 for like medical and whatever future care. And then punitive damages are meant to like punish the defendant. Copy that. To like help help them change behavior and like send a message to the other. Companies. That makes sense. I yeah, always I wondered that because I had a girlfriend uh, who sued her boss for sexual assault. And oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, I know who, who that if is. you know her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the compensatory was like, ten thousand dollars or something right. and then the punitive was like 11 million and i was That's like wait crazy. yeah i, I was like how are these numbers that. i know and Her i was like how was are these numbers shit yeah he he assaulted like a lot of women yeah. and i was like how are these numbers so different I i'm know. so confused but now that that makes, makes sense. sense yeah yeah so yeah so the jurors chose this amount because it's mcdonald's coffee revenue for two days they make 1.35 million per day on coffee. Oh, that's crazy given that at this time the coffee was like 45 cents. Yeah. And 1.35 million per day, which now I'm sure it's like, you know, triple oh. that or whatever, quadruple that. Yeah. That's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. So the judge reduced the punitive damages to 480,000. From 2.7 million, the judge oh. reduced it. I don't know why. What so a she dick. made a total of six hundred and forty thousand dollars, and so, so she, uh, McDonald's and Stella both appealed that amount because Stella wanted all of the money awarded to her, and McDonald's yeah. didn't pay anything. Um, but the actual amount she got is unknown because both parties settled out of court for an undisclosed amount. Interesting. So no one really knows, but it's speculated that she got under six hundred thousand. Really? Yeah, that's what everyone kind of thinks. I think it would be like a million. Yeah, you would think because that's crazy. Yeah, I'm pissed. Let's take a quick break for announcements. Webcrawlers has a Patreon. To get access to bonus episodes, shoutouts, merch discounts, and more, please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our bimbo patrons. Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you give us a five-star review, we will shout you out. And Erios has a hotline. Insert jingle here. Six two six six zero oh, four six two six two. Aerials. Please continue to call us. Tell us a secret. Answer a prompt. T- tell us whatever you'd like, and we will play you on our mailbag episodes. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Now, back to our program. What's interesting is like the public's view of this. Like, why was it that Stella was so in the wrong? They hate women. What's crazy is McDonald's lawyers spent years running disinformation campaign, which the media then bought into using this lawsuit as an example of like this new epidemic of frivolous lawsuits. Yeah. Like that was a thing in the nineties was like totally everyone's personal suing. injury lawyers. Everyone's trying to make money. It was based on McDonald's hired a PR company to do that. That's so fucked. Like ABC news called the case, the poster child of excessive lawsuits. There were tons of news stories that were about like jackpot justice and predatory trial lawyers and lawsuit lottery. So companies have used all sorts of ways to keep consumers out of the courtroom. Like all the news stories said she was driving, she was trying to take the lid off at the same time she wasn't paying attention. And in this hot coffee documentary, they interviewed people on the street and everyone was like, oh, it's her fault. But then they showed so photos of her injuries and everyone was like, oh, my God, I had no idea. It's like even if she was juggling the coffee, it shouldn't have been that <laughs> <Yes>. hot. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yes. If she had taken a sip of it, let's say she wasn't even opening it. She yeah. would have been like hugely injured. Yeah. So McDonald's claims that the outcome of the case was a fluke and they attributed the loss to poor communications and strategy by this unfamiliar insurer representing a franchise. They're like, oh, it's just 
this franchise has shitty insurance and it was whatever. Where What franchise? It was, it was somewhere Albuquer- in Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Oh, got it. Yeah. So Stella's attorney, Reed Morgan, and the Association of Trial Lawyers of America Ooh. defended the result by claiming that McDonald's reduced the temperature of its coffee after the suit. Although that's not the case. It's so, it's confusing. Like, there's so many different reports of, like, they did reduce or they didn't reduce. But apparently they have not reduced the service temperature. Their current policy is to serve coffee at 176 to 194 degrees. Excuse you? What? Yeah. And they rely on more sternly worded warnings on cups made of rigid foam to avoid future liability. McDonald's coffee cup. Although they continue to face lawsuits over hot coffee. So Starbucks sells their coffee at 175 to 185. But at the end of this hot coffee documentary from 2011, it said McDonald's holding temperature is 10 degrees cooler. But if you Google it, it says 180. That's kind of what I found. I'm trying to find where the warning is. I want to see. It says, watch yourself. Heat is a key ingredient. I don't, I'm, I don't think I've ever gotten McDonald's coffee. I don't know what the caution contents very hot. I mean, yeah, they all have that. Warning, this, this coffee tastes bad. <laughs> warning, this coffee tastes like shit. Yeah, warning, this coffee isn't yeah, good. Yeah, they now do like, it's not, sty- is it styrofoam cups? I don't think it's styrofoam. I think it's paper cups with like the black lid. Oh, I guess that they're, I feel like that's what all coffee is now i don't think they do styrofoam anymore maybe they do it says it says that there is a seinfeld episode speaking this there's a seinfeld episode where kramer is he brings coffee i think into a movie or he like puts his coffee cup in his pants to hide it to go into the movie and then when he's sitting down he's the coffee spills all over him (laughs) that's funny gets his his lawyer to sue mcdonald's and Right before they were going to offer him money, Kramer settled for like free coffee for life. And his lawyer's like, no, you idiots. <laughs> He's like, I'll take it. <laughs> That's free coffee really for funny. Life. So he kept like going there and drinking coffee like 10 times a day. And he was like all like hyped up <laughs> off of free coffee. Was there a cleaning solution in McDonald's coffee? Cleaning solution? Oh, there was when I was looking up other lawsuits, some woman said that she got coffee and it was cleaning solution that burned her throat. Oh. And she claims that when she ordered it through the drive-thru, she overheard the employee saying like, oh, they were cleaning the coffee machine at the time. And it was, maybe it was like cleaning chemicals. McDonald's apologizes to woman for serving her cleaning solution instead of coffee. (laughs) Sorry, you drank bleach. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. They they didn't even literally serve her coffee. It was just a cup of cleaning solution. Oh no. Yeah. Because you. I guess you have the lid on. Yeah. Oh no. Oh God. Oh, oh my God. That's that's oh. insane. The latte machine was served up to the. It was uh, attached to the cleaning fluid and not milk. And so she just got. Oh. no. No. She just got a cleaning solution latte. Oh, gross. 
that'll take I'm a couple sca- of years off your life. <laughs> yeah, I'm, sc- I'm scared. Well, uh, that Trump probably thinks that cures COVID. Oh, no. <laughs> Trump's you know, like, she's healthier than yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. Insert it in oh, the body. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, so I don't, I guess it's still 180 degrees at least. That's bizarre. Because the coffee temperature you make at home is between 135 and 140 degrees. I guess that's what like home huh. coffee makers. And that's fine for me. Yeah, whatever. That's fine. I don't need it any hotter than that usually. Yeah. Um, and then I read this on Vox. This University of Washington professor, Michael McCann, said the last several decades, large corporations afraid of being sued for making unsafe products created front groups like Citizens Against Lawsuit Abuse to turn public opinion against lawsuits. But the best social evidence shows that the number of personal injury lawsuits in recent decades has declined, and the median payout is only $55,000. So people aren't suing willy-nilly. Right. Like, it's not like a thing that's happening. Yeah, I mean, no one wants to spend their time and money just suing for no reason, or no. most people. Well, some people do. Well, yeah. But whatever. And then, so this documentary, Hot Coffee, it's mostly about this thing called tort reform, which is this thing I didn't know. I didn't know it was a thing. I, I, I tried to understand what it was. Well, I'm it's, excited for you to explain it. Oh, boy. It's <laughs> a movement to limit the amount of money the injured can receive in a lawsuit. Like it's a cap okay. for damages. Okay. So the most common example in in congressional hearings of why tort reform was needed is the McDonald's hot coffee case. Oh. Like they use this as an example of why tort reform needs to be a thing. Interesting. So back in the 90s, it passed the Senate, but then Clinton vetoed it. Oh. So then corporate America went to the state legislators to try to pass the law. Like they wanted to implement a cap on how yeah. much civilians could sue. Which is bad for us. It's great right. for corporations, but bad for us. So there's this thing called the American Tort Reform Association putting out ads to stop frivolous lawsuits. There, It's a PR firm called Citizens Against Lawsuit Abuse, which is made to look like it's run by citizens and business yeah, I was gonna owners, say. but it's not. It's not. It's only run by PR firms. They, yeah, of they course, call it yeah. Citizens Against Lawsuit Abuse. So, and of course, George Bush signed the cap on financial damages because he loves corporations. Yeah. So Bush was saying doctors can't run their practices from being from getting sued and people can't get medical care. He's like, they're cities without OBGYNs because people are suing all the doctors for millions of dollars. So people were like in the streets picketing for tort reform. I understand the fear of like, people being sued for medical stuff, yes. you know. Um, hot coffee feels like a different story. Like yes. suing a corporation feels different from like suing a hospital because I think yes. there probably is frivolous lawsuits against hospitals. Like yeah. sometimes doctors do their best and they can't save someone's life or something like yeah. that. Um, I think there are a lot of, uh, literally I'm speaking from watching like Grey's Anatomy, so don't listen to anything (laughs) I'm saying, but like sometimes there's episodes of Grey's Anatomy or like New Amsterdam where a family will sue the hospital because, you know, 
their the patient died and the yeah. hospital's like we did everything we could like it, it, there's there's nothing we could have done to change the outcome yeah. um but then you hear you see these documentaries about you know like nurses who are killing people like and then, doctor and that, death yeah like doctor death yeah. and like in or like negligence in yes. those cases obviously sue the hospital but yeah corporations yeah, so that's why, sue like, them this tort reform thing it's like complicated because it's like yeah it's good for some things. It's bad for other things. Yeah. And in, so in this hot coffee documentary, it's, it's really interesting. They, an example they used was that like, there's a cap if it's like a medical suit and someone needs like $5 million. Like there's this family who this woman had twins and she gave birth to twins but she thought something was wrong with one of the twins before like it wasn't moving as much and i guess the obgyn was like thought there were two placentas when there was only one and like you need a c-section immediately and like one of the twins was born fine but the other one had like no oxygen for eight minutes oh and it was born with like yeah a lot of problems and it needs this kid needs full-time care for the rest of its life and so they went to court and this doctor turned out had been sued for malpractice a couple times oh so the jury awards this family five million dollars and that's what they wanted yeah we need this for the rest of like when we're gone who's gonna care for our kid but it turns out the cap in that state was one million dollars oh fuck that shit so the so what happens is they get a million dollars, but then when that money's gone, this person has to go on Medicaid, and then the taxpayers have to pay it instead of the doctor or the insurance. So that's, oh, that's a case such where a cap is bad. Yeah, for it's sure. Really, it's really a complicated issue. Yeah, if it's like a negligent or bad doctor, for yeah. sure, like sue the fuck out of them. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh, it's so complicated. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, but then, so Stella Liebeck, she died August 5th, 2004, at the age of 91. But according to her daughter, the burns and the court proceedings had taken their toll on her. And like the years following the settlement, she had no quality of life. And she said the settlement did pay for a live-in nurse. For the rest of her life, but I mean, it's a shame that like that's what the settlement had to pay for, and yeah. not like a vacation to Tahiti. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know why I chose Tahiti. that. Yeah, but like you know, it just sucks. Yeah, but this reminded me of the the Wendy's finger in the chili thing back, <laughs> which I haven't heard of. So please school me. I on swear, that. I think we mentioned it like a couple years ago. I mean, it's possible, but I don't. I don't, I don't remember. So uh, in two thousand five. Uh, Anna Ayala was dining at San Jose Wendy's when she claimed that she chomped down on a partially cooked segment of human finger. I don't like it. I remember hearing about this because the fast food chain suffered an estimated $21 million in lost business. Like people were not going to. Yeah, I'm not trying to go there. Turns out her husband, Jamie, got the severed finger from a co-worker it's a real oh i do remember this i do remember this in like a work accident uh they both pleaded guilty and anna was sentenced to nine years in prison but was released after four years on good behavior 
Well, that's good. Good. And she's not allowed to step back, uh, foot back into a Wendy's. <laughs> she, when she got out of prison, she did an interview with CBS Five, and she apologized to the food chain and revealed a deep secret. She said, "I cooked it." She said she prepare, prepared the piece of finger at her Las Vegas home, then drove it to San Jose, where she dropped it into the chili. So she. <laughs> This woman is mentally ill. She's <laughs> disgusting. She said the prisoners and even guards ridiculed her and called her names. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> I wonder what her nicknames were. Chili fingers. Chili fingers. <laughs> yeah. Fingers. Anna Chili fingers. fingers Ayala. This is disgusting. <laughs> she said, I learned my lesson and I just want to move on with my life. No, girl. <laughs> Sorry, you can't just move on. After cooking a finger and plopping it in chili. Uh, yeah, that's um, amazing. I just Googled uh, uh, <laughs> chili finger recipes. No, I just Googled <laughs> um, most interesting food lawsuits of all time. Oh. Bar- Barilla Pasta was sued for false advertising because they their, their slogan was Italy's number one brand of pasta, and it's not produced anywhere near italy so i guess someone sued god (laughs) so stupid uh canada dry was sued for the ginger content of their ginger ale (laughs) what it didn't include enough ginger apparently that's like was a documentary just watched about the kid getting the private jet or wanting to buy the private jet from uh oh the pepsi thing the pepsi points thing yeah the pepsi points that was they put out a commercial where they didn't put a little like that it was like a joke that it was a joke that you could get what a million whatever points yeah that was a great documentary um Velveeta was sued for alleged cooking time it says that it was ready in three and a half minutes and it wasn't so someone sued what? That's crazy. The things that, oh my God, McDonald's sued for McDonald's land creatures. McDonald's oh, well, I heard land? about that. Oh, because they ripped them off from HR Puff and stuff. I remember this. Oh, yeah. They were like literally ripped. Um, I mean, that's Slipknot versus Burger King. What is this? Hell yeah. Uh, okay, in 2005, the metal band Slipknot was influential enough to inspire a Burger King ad, which led to a lawsuit, which led to a counter lawsuit all over chicken fries. Burger King got creative to promote chicken fries when they came out in 2005. Commercials featured a band that was surprisingly not suitable for work named Cock Rock, a SoundCloud, a SoundCloud, <laughs> what? A SoundCloud page for the band's four songs still exist what really got the company into trouble was the look of the band members each performer wore a different style of chicken masks and some of those masks look very similar to slipknot's aesthetic so they sued that's insane that's so stupid they both dropped the lawsuits this is that's from the takeout.com by the way uh yeah so i guess there's a lot of weird this Stuff. band looks so funny. Yeah, it's very similar to Slipknot. <laughs> yeah. People be suing. People be suing. Um, 
Well, guys, if you've ever sued a corporation <laughs> or if you've ever found a finger in your chili, Melissa, where can, who among us hasn't? Uh, Melissa, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. Well, anyways, I am Allie Slipknot Siegel. I am Melissa Fingerstetten. Ew, nasty. And that's all, folks. Bye. Bye. An Elio's original. Powered by ACAST. 